You're listening to Season 3, Episode Number 7 of Strike the Match. In this episode, my guest is John Mean. We discuss his new book, Multiplying Churches in Japanese Soil. It's a timely read addressing a very important topic. I hope you enjoy. So with that in mind, let's... Welcome to Strike the Match with pastor and missiologist Dr. J.B. Strike the Match is a podcast that addresses matters related to missions, innovation, and leadership. Now here's J.B. You don't have to go very far in any global database uh, related to unreached people groups to come across the Japanese. Uh, one of the things that uh, has been uh, on such lists, or excuse me, one of the the matters that have been found on such lists for many years is related to uh, the unreached people of the country of Japan. And the thing is, we, we don't often hear a great deal about matters related to uh, the church in Japan and the multiplication of disciples and churches uh, in that country. Uh, but there's a new book that is that is coming out very soon with William Carey uh, Library uh, entitled Multiplying Churches in Japanese Soil. I had the honor of being able to, to read a draft of this just recently and write an endorsement for it. Uh, John Min is uh, the author of this book, and uh, he and his wife, Elaine, uh, are missionaries with Converge. And they have been serving in Japan uh, since 1985. In fact, uh, we have him as our guest today on Strike the Match, and he's coming from from Tokyo uh, during this conversation. Uh, I think you'll find this time to be a, a very informative time uh, about uh, what uh, the Lord has been doing in uh, Japan. But also, I want you to be aware of this resource, because I think it's a very, very helpful resource, and you need to, to be be aware of this uh, in uh, in what's going on in the world today. So, John, I'm so thankful that you could be with us. Thank you for giving up uh, your time. So welcome to Strike the Match. Uh, J.D., thank you so great to be with you today. Yeah. 1985. I'd say a few things have probably changed in Japan since you first went there. Definitely. Yeah, we've seen probably three or four major changes in the society and the culture. And uh, its global its global position has changed over those years as well. Well, I, I know that for a lot of listeners um, uh, that are are tuned into things happening in that part of the world. The first thing that obviously uh, comes to the forefront of many, many people's minds uh, when they hear about Japan is obviously um, the, the the significant disasters and the meltdown that uh, occurred just in recent times. Uh, I, I don't want that to sidetrack us from our conversation, but but could you share just a little bit about how the people are doing, how the country's doing, uh, you know, several years removed now? Yeah, the uh, triple disaster in March... Uh 2011 really was a uh, earth-shattering in figurative and literal terms mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, earthquake, tsunami, and then the nuclear disaster. Uh, the country still has not recovered completely. Certainly the areas around there are still recovering, though the, 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 the rebuilding has really moved in a really great pace. There's still people that are, uh, are relocated and still don't have homes yet, temporary wow. living conditions. And, of course, the Fukushima uh, nuclear issue will be with us for several more decades, Mm -hmm. maybe longer. But uh, the government and the people are very engaged in this problem, and uh, we're very encouraged, especially in that area. The the spiritual response up there has just been uh, uh, off the charts, really, Mm -hmm. I think. Wow. 
the the book is a topic that I want us to get into, but um, but I want to back up a little bit. Uh, you, you are connected with the, uh, if I'm correct, Jap- the Jap- Japan Evangelical Missionary Association. Is that right? Yeah, we call it we call it Gemma. Gemma. Yeah. So can you can you tell tell us a little bit about about Gemma? Well, Gemma is about uh, started about fifty years old, uh, fifty years ago, even longer, maybe it. It really is kind of a unique animal among missions, I believe. I've not heard of another country that has something like this. Mm-hmm. It's basically uh, all of 50 major uh, mi- mission organizations working in Japan, locking arms and working together in cooperation. Mission Missions like IMB, Team, Send, OMF, our mission is involved in it. And you're with Converge and Worldwide. With Converge Worldwide. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they do a lot of things. We have our own uh, um, quarterly magazine. We have a directory. And then we have some core ministries, like the one I'm involved in, the Church Planning Institute, where we do training for all the organizations together. Uh, also, we have member care, women's ministry, prayer ministry. These are all a cooperative effort of all these mission agencies. And so uh, to me, to talk to other missionaries, I feel like we're a part of the family. Mm. Uh, under a larger umbrella than we normally are. It's so great to hear about that collaborative effort uh, there. I'm guessing that a great deal of what you put into your book, Multiplying Churches in Japanese Soil, uh, plays into your church planning training in the country. Is that right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of what's in the book comes from the training itself and training situations, some of the research that we've been able to do across denominational lines on church planting and church leadership, uh, which has all been a blessing because of the Gemma situation we have here. So, so let's let's take a few minutes to kind of unpack this book. Um, you know, as as I've I've said before, I believe that this book feels in a great gap in the missiological literature. Uh, so can you, can you tell us uh, what, what, is, what is Multiplying Churches in Japanese Soil about that we can't get from just that title? Well, it's about new churches in Japan, uh, why they're needed and why we don't yet have them, and how we can work together for God's glory to see them planted in Japanese soil as you know, the Japanese are the second largest unreached people group on the planet, 127 million people, and most people around the world don't even know that. Right. Uh, that this uh, and uh, there's a lot of things that are uh, unknown about the church in Japan. There's a lot of encouraging things going on, but this uh, the encouraging things are done in the backdrop of some more negative things about the church uh, that's not growing in other areas, but it's just busting out in other places. So the book talks about why is Japan resistant? Why does it seem resistant? Uh, What are the religious movements that have shown uh, some uh, glimmers of hope in the past uh, in, in ministry? And then what are the models of that are reproducing churches right now? This comes right out of our CPI training. And also, uh, what about leaders that are reproducing churches in Japan? We we did a study and found uh, uh, literally dozens, 60 or maybe 100 churches that are reproducing. And we studied the leaders and uh, found out that the leaders are quite different mm. than the typical leader. Uh, most of their churches, on an average, they multiplied their church 11 times. Wow. Uh, which is, uh, this is Japan, yeah. okay? 
and uh, just uh, very uh, surprising information. So we want to get that information out, let people know that there are uh, there is opportunities here, especially after the tsunami. Uh, things have changed here quite a bit, and uh, we hope that there'll be a new wave of church planting, and so certainly people praying for the nation of Japan, and also sending people to work here. Mm. For those that are unfamiliar with the missionary work that's happened in the country uh, since World War II. Uh, can you can you briefly give us just a quick history, bring us up to you know, to where we are today? What what's been happening since since about that time? Yes, the end of World War II. Uh, you know, the, the U.S. Uh, took over occupying the country and uh, getting it back in order. And MacArthur, the head of the the, the army and the, the resettlement. Uh, appealed for 10,000 missionaries to come to Japan. Mm-hmm. Not, not nearly that number came, but about 2,000 came and uh, began work. And for about seven years, they saw incredible response in, uh, for the gospel. And then after a while, it just stopped. Uh, and then, But we've seen gradual growth in the church over these years. And back in the 80s, we started seeing a slowdown. And uh, in some sense now, maybe it's going backwards in some places. Mm-hmm. But since the uh, triple disaster in 2011, we've seen a resurgence in missions, a change in the way churches behave, and the connection between Christians and non-Christians has been quite different. Uh, I am different. Uh, I think everyone here has been changed by that. Uh, It's been really exciting to see how uh, the churches in that area, like in Miyagi Prefecture, have seen an increase of 30% of churches in five years. Uh, which this is Japan, okay, yeah. and, and then the number of uh, like uh, converts, uh, people who have been baptized, and also people who have entered a serious uh, level of, seek, of being a seeker, have increased probably six times what's normal that we see here mm. in Japan. Uh, it's just very encouraging stuff, and uh, this is not hype. This is just normal. I think, and, now. and all of and did I understand that you said all of this has been since around 2011? 2011, yeah, it really changed uh, the the nation, the church, and uh, certainly the area that that people were ministering in the Tohoku area where there's the where was the disaster. When we think about Christianity in Japan, obviously there's very small evangelical percentage, but just just in general, uh, just the general uh, atmosphere for Christianity that's there, what, what, what does that look like? Can you give us a description of that? Well, the number of Christians in Japan is very small. Uh, there's about 500,000 members of Protestant churches, but the attendance is only about 270,000 every Sunday. I always think there's probably more watching baseball games mm. than there are in church on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's less than one half of one percent who are evangelical Christians. Very low percentage. We only have eight thousand churches to cover this entire country, with which means that each church basically has a ministry target of sixteen thousand people to reach. Mm, wow. uh, and, and and here these churches are very small. Eighty-two percent of them are less than fifty people. They're just very small. Mm-hmm. And we need a lot of outside assistance to really. Uh, develop more churches and leaders to be able to address this. Uh, Japan is a country, the soil of Japan has been very difficult for missiologists. Uh, people are a lot smarter than me, have been working here for decades and, and even centuries trying to break this difficult, 
uh, culture. There is no key to Japan. No one's found it yet. Uh, the religious climate in Japan is very ambiguous, and it uh, and it's, uh, so it seems like unchanging at times. Uh, basically, folk religion. It's really hard to nail people down what religion they're into, mm-hmm. and uh, but they're into ancestor worship, and of course, Buddhism and Shintoism are the two major language uh, religions here. Um, <clears throat> but Christianity is viewed kind of as a foreign religion, one that doesn't quite fit. And uh, we need to do more contextualizing to make it more uh, Japanese. Mm-hmm. But it's also a very practical religion. They're not interested in theory and eternity so much as they're interested in how can God help me tomorrow or next week with these uh, crises I have in my life, which is something that we can address. But we have to be cautious not to go into like prosperity gospel kind of approaches either. You mentioned earlier in our, in our, our- Conversation about the uh, the Japanese context as being being resistant, but obviously you know, more re- a higher level of receptivity within the past few years. What are some of those What are some of those things that are creating or have created this uh, this people to be a hard soil? If I could use that phrase. <clears throat> well, it's the whole the whole nature of Japanese society. It's a web of relationships. It's based on. Uh, on uh, hierarchical relationships, and it's very difficult for Japanese to uh, to really feel free to uh, even investigate Christianity because there's so much social pressure on them. They have a statement in Japan: the nail that get hit that sticks up gets hammered down. Mm-hmm. And most people in Japan are hammered on every day by their group. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, also. Not only that, but we also have a, a culture that um, doesn't like change very much and doesn't change very quickly. But they love Western stuff. They love foreign stuff. They love Korean stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to personal relationships and, and religion, it's much tougher to get a, a sell on that. Uh, because what we're asking to them is to change their worldview. And uh, that's not an easy thing to do. In the book... I appreciated many things. One of the things I, I really, really liked is that you, you took a stab at looking at some of the future challenges to the multiplication of churches uh, in in the Japanese context. Can you share with us some of those those challenges that you draw out of your book? Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges is the the whole fact of unbelief and uh, uh, defeated attitude uh, among Christians that. Uh, for, uh, I remember getting an email from a missionary that retired just a few years ago. He says, I worked in 40, 45 years in Japan. It's much longer than I do. He says, Japan is an unresponsive people. I mean, that was wow. his conclusion. And uh, yeah, they're unresponsive people here, but there are pockets of people that are responsive. I was just in a church this last month of very encouraging things going on. Uh, the the other thing is that uh, on, on polls, they found that 30% of people are interested in, in Jesus Christ as a religious leader. Now, whether they join a church or something is another matter. And the Gallup poll found that 14% of all university students, girls, are would like to become a Christian. I mean, mm, wow. these numbers we have not ever seen before. Uh, but uh, there needs to be more research uh, along these lines on how to 
to find out the things that are working and then highlight those things. That's the, kind of the purpose of the book. Uh, when I was talking to one church, uh, one pastor uh, about the number of ch- reproducing churches in Japan that I found, he said, that can't be Japan. You're talking about America. You're talking about America. I said, no, these are Japan. These are Japanese churches. So, so news, as you're sharing your findings uh, with others, they're you're, they're they're coming back with with shock. Yeah, I think there's some shock. There's also encouragement that yes, it isn't that hard here, mm. or it isn't that hard everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the one of the purposes. That's so encouraging. The other the other reason uh, the other challenge is the number of unre- unchurched areas in Japan. We still have four, uh, 24 cities that do not have churches. There's a lot of under-churched areas that maybe have one church but don't have enough to, for the population that they're trying to serve. Mm. And there are 900 strategic rural areas that have no church at all. Uh, it's hard to believe yeah, wow. in a world that we live in that that's true. <clears throat> Another challenge is this demand power. Who's going to plant these churches? Mm-hmm. Uh, Who's going to coach and train these new church planters? Uh, we have an aging population in Japan, the most aged in the world now. And uh, a lot of the pastors and churches are old, and some of them are dying and closing their doors. And in this context, how do you go about encouraging people to plant more churches? Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, that's the future. Yeah. I mean, and uh, we need more missionaries. We need to raise up more national leaders. And we certainly need to mobilize lay people more in terms of uh, planting churches and being involved in church planting. Among the uh, among the established churches, I guess we'll even be more specific, the, the evangelical established churches in the country, are they open to church planting? Well, it depends on who you talk to. <laughs> I think I think most most of them are open there. Certainly the concept of church planting is something that they agree with, Mm -hmm. but whether they're actually going out and doing it is another thing because they have other concerns and other priorities, I believe. My, my guest today on, on strike the matches is is John men. John and his wife, Elaine, uh, they've, they've been serving as missionaries with Converge worldwide and in Japan since uh, 1985, been involved in a, great deal of church planting, leadership development, uh, equipping others uh, for ministry, church planting. Uh, John's got a book uh, that is coming out uh, very soon, Lord willing, with William Carey. You will want to add this uh, to your library. It's entitled Multiplying Churches in Japanese Soil. Uh, I, I strongly recommend it. Uh, it gives it gives those of us living in a North American context uh a glimpse behind uh, a veil that I think we 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 have failed to look behind, and um, John has done some incredible research uh, on the ground, uh, research uh, that uh, has, as we just mentioned a moment ago, uh, been both shocking and encouraging to see and to hear about what the Spirit is doing and has been doing just within the past few years. Uh, in Japan. John, uh, if people want to get in touch with you or find out more about uh, the Church Planning Institute, uh, how can they do that? Well, uh, they can uh, go to the Church Planning Institute. They could just Google uh, Japan Church Planting Institute and end up at our jcpi.net website. We also have a conference site, 
Uh, we have a conference coming up in October. If they want to uh, pray for that or participate, we'd be glad to have them. Or they can go to uh, my our website, my wife and I's website, gospelrest.com. Uh, you can just uh, or Google John M E H N John Maine and get my get my stuff. We're all over the internet and be glad to relate to anybody who's interested in working in Japan. So let me get, if I got those addresses correctly, gospelrest.com and jcpi.net. Right. Brother, thank you so very much uh, for, for sharing with us today and um, taking time out of your schedule to, to speak to us about something that's near and dear to your heart. I know that uh, it's been very informative for me. It's been a blessing uh, to to hear to hear what the Lord is doing among uh, such a, an enormous um, people group when it comes to the population. Um, you'd mentioned the you know, second largest in the world, and I think a lot of us don't realize that. And so, just encouraged to hear about your ministry, brother, and what uh, what you and your wife are doing there. So so keep up the great work. Well, your encouragement is encouragement to us and all the other people who are serving the kingdom here. Uh, we really need your support and encouragement. Thank you, brother. Thank you. You have been listening to Strike the Match with J.D. Payne. You can find J.D. on Facebook or follow him on Twitter at J.D. underscore Payne. And if you'd like to check out more books, posts, and podcast episodes, visit jdpain.org. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, and we'd be honored if you would consider rating us or leaving comments. Thanks again for tuning in. We hope you'll join us next time.